grief. Thank you, Bob. Good evening, Seafolk, your favourite early morning news fish, Ray Manti here, and we are live from the scene of a major incident. At approximately 3am this morning, the Shark PD was called out to the coral reef behind us. As you can see, a lot of the reef appears to have been damaged and pulled up. A large number of fish are missing in the incident. Unfortunately, at this point in time, it is not clear what the cause of the incident was. In further inquiries, we have asked the Chief of Police what he plans to do about this, but he had no reply. Not far away, the ocean was dark and silent. Lightfin was asleep, unaware of the problem which was heading his way. Although, let me tell you a secret. Sharks never really sleep. To allow them to breathe while sleeping, most sharks have to keep swimming. While he swam, half his brain slipped while the other half was alert. All of a sudden, a glowing light came floating through the water faster than any fish. When it reached Lightfin, Poseidon's face became clear through the darkness. The glow was provided by masses of bioluminescent plankton that floated alongside the king of the seas, filling the ocean with the green glow. Lightfin! Lightfin's heart rate shot up and his eyeballs felt like they were going to pop out of his head. Needless to say, when his eyes focused on the glowing face of Poseidon, he thought he might be having a nightmare. Oh, what? When Poseidon spoke again, Lightfin could feel the sound waves ebbing through the water towards him. Lightfin, have you not seen the news? There's been a terrible incident and we need you to investigate. A couple of hours ago, a nearby reef was badly damaged and whole schools of fish are missing. Excuse me, your highness, but it's not unusual for large schools of fish to disappear completely. It does happen in the ocean, and it's part of our way of life down here. Yes, well, it's unusual for a reef to be this badly damaged. A number of sea creatures have lost their homes. It may have been the humans who did it, or, or there may be darker forces at play. Who knows? The Titans may have returned. It is critical we find out who has done this as soon as possible. Okay. Shouldn't the Shark PD be leading the investigation? Don't worry about that. They're looking into it. But after your great work in finding my trident, I want to get you on this. <sighs> I wonder if Cronus has escaped from that prison that Zeus imprisoned him in. What a battle that would be. Poseidon seemed to have forgotten Lightfin was there and was cradling his trident as he mused about who could have been the cause of this terrible deed. Maybe it was my brother Hades. He is always hatching some terrible plot. Why I would... Oh, sorry, Lightfin. Why are you still here? Lightfin's stomach had that churning feeling again. All this talk of titans and Greek gods was causing his life to flash past his eyes. Not a moment to lose! Once you find out who it is, summon me and I will be there in an instant to deal with them. There might be a chance we can still save those fish. Mark my words, those who have done this will feel the wrath of my trident. Poseidon and his glowing plankton floated away. Lightfin briefly considered getting some more sleep, but then he thought about what Poseidon had said, 
and decided that it would be best that he get moving. The last thing he wanted was to be facing the pointy end of that trident. The ocean was just starting to grow lighter when Lightfin reached the damaged reef. Lightfin wondered aloud to himself, Look at this! Whole strips of coral have been ripped out of the soil and strewn across the seafloor. And those deep drag marks in the soil. Something heavy must have been dragged along here. Where are all the sea creatures? It's very odd that there is no one around. <laughs> it's something like a fishy Bermuda Triangle. Let me follow those tracks and see where they lead. He swam until he reached another coral bed further along in a quiet part of the ocean. There they were, their purple star-like bodies spread over the coral, sharp spikes sticking out at all angles. Oh, crown of thorn starfish! They can be so unpleasant. I once had a scratch from one of their spikes and I was ill for days. If anything natural had caused this type of damage, it would be them. Lightfin spotted one of the larger starfish and swam closer. When Lightfin was close enough, he could see that its stomach was out and that it was using its stomach enzyme to slowly break down the coral. Excuse me? The starfish literally sucked in its stomach and then turned towards him. Yes? What can I do for you? Can't you see I'm eating here? Well, yes. Sorry about that. My name is Lightfin, and I am here on an urgent case for the King of the Sea. Would you know anything about who destroyed that reef back there? I'm Marcy. Oh, that reef? It's terrible. What a waste. Well, it wasn't us if that's what you're asking. We're much too slow to have done that, and we wouldn't waste food like that. Nowadays, we get blamed for every reef that gets even just a tiny scratch on it. Okay, let's say I believe you. I promise. It's not our fault that there are more of us than before, but even with more of us around, we still couldn't eat all that in one night. That was done in a matter of minutes. Something huge came dragging through there and scooped up all those fish. Any idea who it could have been? Well, we were talking about it this morning, as it is our line of business, after all. It could have been the humans, but their nets don't normally drag on the bottom. They would be stupid to do that, unless they truly don't care about what they catch, dragging away everything as they go along. You mentioned a couple of possibilities. The starfish shifted on the rock uncomfortably, as if he was resting on a bed of nails. Or it could have been... Starfish glanced around nervously, if Starfish could do that. The Megalodon! The Megalodon? Shh! It's just a rumor. He's never been seen, you know. A giant dinosaur shark! It's supposed to be more than 10 meters long and have teeth as long as a swordfish's nose. Some say he lurks in the depths, only coming out at night. Lightfin could swear the starfish actually shivered with fear, but he was sure it must have been the light in the water or something else. Really? 
I wouldn't mention it if I didn't think it could be real, detective. Haven't you ever seen something you couldn't explain? The king of the sea thinks it's more likely that it's a titan or another Greek god. Far be it from me to tell the king of the sea what he should be worrying about, but I know coral reefs, and I don't think a titan or a Greek god did this. Don't go anywhere. Don't worry, detective. We have a couple more days coral here. We aren't going anywhere. Lightfin decided to continue following the tracks. The march slid further onwards with broken coral strewn on either side of the tracks. As Lightfin continued to follow the trail under the ocean, suddenly... Say, Detective, what are you doing around here? Something to do with what happened back at the reef? What can you tell me, Detective? Come on. How about that inside scoop? Lightfin found himself blinded by the light coming off the electric eel who traveled with the camera crew to provide additional light. Before he could answer... Hey, look! A coelacanth! Say, hey, old-timer! Did you see what happened back there? Hello, Sonny. What's your name? Name's Ray. Surely you recognize me from the famous news specials like... Could a shark really be a vegetarian? And where does the sewage from Atlantis really go to? Lightfin tried to squeeze past Ray, but couldn't manage it. He spoke up from behind the Ray's large floating wing-like shape, narrowly avoiding Ray's tail poking him in the eye. Oh, my name's Lightfin, and this is Ray Manta, the news reporter. Excuse me, it's only polite to ask someone's name first. Oh, apologies. And your name is? My name is Walter. Did you see what happened? You could be on TV. Famous, you know. I have just been floating around here for a while. I can't move that quickly. I only saw it from a distance, but it was a big shadow which was dragging something along the ground. Just a big shadow. As soon as Ray heard Walter say he hadn't seen anything, his wings slumped and he turned away, leading his camera crew away. Come on, boys, someone must know something. You didn't get a good look at it? <sighs> Sorry, I was floating with my nose pointed down at the ground when it went by. All I saw was a shadow, a big shadow, and a lot of dust being churned up. Oh, and a kind of grinding noise like metal scraping on metal. Could it have been a titan or a Greek god? The shadow didn't look like the form of a god, but I haven't met any during my lifetime. Lightfin thought about how lucky Walter was. It must be peaceful to not have met any Greek gods. He was about to leave when he thought of one more question. Walter, you look like you've been around these oceans for a while. Have you ever heard of the Megalodon? Walter's face went pale. Well, it would have if a fish's face could go pale. He looked left and right and up and down. You be careful now. Don't go mentioning that name around these parts. Bad things happen to fishes who go looking for that one. 
Back when I was not much bigger than a guppy, my dad had a friend who was a marlin. Big fish, that one. His name was Luca. Lightfin was almost regretting asking this question as he peered after the tracks, eager to get going. Luca started mouthing off about him. The Don, they called him. One day, my dad went around to Luca's place, and there was no one there. Just a note saying that Luca sleeps with the fishes. What? Why would it say that? No idea. I mean, in the ocean, everyone sleeps with the fishes. But all I know is Luca was never seen again after that. Oh, thanks, Walter. I need to go. Sorry to have kept you. Oh, good day to you too, Sonny. We are here with the famous shark detective, Lightfin. He appears to be on the trail of something. I can see he is following some marks on the ocean floor. Whatever made those marks must have been quite large or dragging a heavy load. He appears to be swimming quicker now. Has he seen something? Oh, what is that up ahead? I can't really see. The water, it's all murky and full of dirt and kelp. Lightfin swam faster, really because he was trying to block out the noise from Ray. He thought about Walter's story and his reaction to the name Megalodon. Perhaps he had best be careful asking around after this fish. It seemed like there might be something to the stories. But then he thought about it again and realized that he had never been someone to run from a fight. He swam closer to the surface where the water was clearer and not clogging his gills. There, he found some dolphins playing in the surface water. Now, normally sharks and dolphins do not get along. The five dolphins swimming in the pod all looked identical to Lightfin. He really couldn't tell them apart. Watch out, boys! There's a shark headed our way! I am on a case for the king of the sea, and I don't want any trouble. Oh, oh... Looks like there might be a fight. That pod of five dolphins is circling Lightfin while jumping in and out of the waves. Okay, Sharky, what does the King of the Seas want? Actually, my name is Lightfin. What do you know about what that is up ahead stirring up all that dirt? Another dolphin piped up. Nice to meet you, Lightfin. <laughs> I'm Theo and that's Leo. Whatever's up ahead is kicking up all this mess and making a real racket. It's also leaving some horrible black stuff in the water. Can't you taste that? Lightfin sniffed in the water. He could sense an oily flavor and he could also detect blood from some of the injured fish. Sharks can sense a single drop of blood in the ocean miles away. Okay, can you keep following them? I need to fetch the king of the seas. Normally, I don't listen to sharks, but just this one time, okay. One more thing. You ever heard of a shark called the Megalodon? Can't say I have, but I can ask the rest of the pod. With that, Lightfin turns and quickly swam back to where Ray was, at a safe distance away from the fight he was expecting to break out. Ray, you need to broadcast an urgent message to the King of the Seas. Well, Lightfin knows who is responsible. Have you figured it out? Can you guess who the culprit is and what happened? We will give you 15 seconds to make your best guess. 
Well, did you figure it out? Let's see. Lightfin swam back to the pod of dolphins who were still trailing the cloud of dirt and clumps of kelp that were being thrown up by whatever was in front of them. Lightfin had no sooner rejoined the pod of dolphins when suddenly Poseidon appeared next to them, riding a chariot pulled by four giant seahorses. Oh, what have you found for me, Detective Lightfin? Is it Cronus? Hades? Some sort of sea monster? Greetings, Your Majesty. Yes, I have found the cause of the destruction and the disappearance of the fishes. I believe it is just ahead of us in that cloud of dirty water. I can tell you that based on the eyewitnesses I have spoken to, I see no evidence to suggest that it is Cronus or your brother Hades. Poseidon looked almost glum at this news. Lyphen had the impression the king of the sea had actually been looking forward to a big fight. A sea monster? No, your majesty. While I did hear a number of stories about a particular sea creature who has terrified a number of sea creatures, in this case I suspect the culprit here is a human fishing boat using a banned fishing tactic called bottom trawling. The oily smell in the water would suggest their engine is leaking oil, and the grinding metal noise a few fish heard could only come from a human contraption. Poseidon's face darkened. Next, he flicked the reins of his chariot and it lurched forward into the cloudy water. Lightfin didn't exactly see what happened next, but five seconds later, a huge crowd of fish and sea creatures swam out of the cloudy water past him, and the dolphins headed the other way. And, and next thing, all he heard was Ray's voice. This Ray Manti reporting live from the scene where a number of sea creatures appear to have just been freed. Yes, freed from a rogue fishing vessel by the King of the Sea. If you are just joining us, you can see that the dastardly fishing boat out there, at the top of the huge towering waves which was created by the mighty Poseidon's trident. The wave is now carrying the boat towards the nearby islands. Oh my! It's just been dumped high onto the beach of that island. And here comes the King of the Sea heading this way. Thank you again for your service, Detective. Now, if you don't mind, I need to leave to urgently see about another urgent matter. Any comment for our viewers, Your Majesty? Not right now. I, I must be on my way. Urgent King of the Sea business to attend to. Well, it looks like the action is over for now. Those fishermen have a long walk home. I am Ray Manti, saying good morning and goodbye for now. Lightfin watched Poseidon swim in one direction and Ray Manta and his crew disappear in the other direction. He considered going back to bed. But before he could turn around, though, he got a sharp poke from the dolphin's nose in his stomach that knocked the wind out of him. As Lightfin lay there, trying to recover his breath, seeing stars in the water, he heard a voice say, Stay away from the Megalodon, detective! <laughs> By the time the stars cleared and he could breathe normally, the dolphins were gone. But an ache in his stomach told Lightfin that this mystery was just beginning. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Lightfin Case Files. If you want to send us any drawings or photos of sea animals, you can send them to me, mike at lightfincasefiles.com, 
and we would love to post them on our Instagram account. Please feel free to share us with your friends. This podcast featured the remarkable voice talents of Scott Allen, Isabel Landivar, Laura Christina Green, Ed Plathentia, Elisha Beavers, Alison Lur, and Ross Wilde. Thanks to everyone at the community of hitrecord.org.